is the Reese and Riesling podcast. This podcast is about everything that makes us so beautifully flawed. It's a celebration of the consistent healing we all are going through every single day. It's a safe space to be yourself. Born out of my own personal challenges, I want this podcast to feel like home. A place for growth, to share mistakes, and the paths we all go on to heal through it all. Of course, I couldn't do it without participating in my favorite hobby, wine drinking. I hope that this podcast makes you feel good, no matter where you are in life. I hope you grab a glass of wine and enjoy every moment of this with me. I'm so excited about this episode because y'all get to meet my friends, my loving, wonderful, incredible, intelligent, smart, beautiful, all of the above besties. Um, We go way back, way, way, way back. So we were like kitties in a church house. Um, I'm so excited to have Nikki and Shada on my podcast today, and I think you'll enjoy it so much because we had so much fun. Um, Yeah, I hope you love it. I hope it touches you in a special way. I want to start off with like, we never claim to be experts, and I will never claim to be an expert on anything in this podcast. So yeah, so excited for you guys to talk about dating with us. First, talk about my wine because that's important, and we're all sipping wine. That's yeah. kind of the key to this podcast is wine. Um, it's the Wolfler. I apologize if I'm saying it wrong, but it's the Wolfler Estate wine. It's one of my favorite wineries. It's in upstate New York. Everyone should go there. If you go there, make sure you tell me first. Um, it's a rose wine. It's their 2021 rose wine, actually, and it's super light, very refreshing. I personally give it a 10 out of 10 for the summertime. I don't really drink rosé during the winter. Rosé is strictly for the summer. So um, I love it. And I'll let my guests introduce themselves. And then, of course, you guys, you have to say your name, like maybe your nickname, and then say how you're feeling about this wine, since we're all drinking the same wine. I guess Shada, you want to go <laughs> Good. Okay. My name is Rashada. Um, my nickname is Shada. Uh, and this wine is <laughs> it's amazing. I really feel a little buzz already. It's light on the tongue, and the alcohol content is very high, so you do not need a lot to get lit. Yeah, I think it's like twelve percent. So like twelve percent oh, wow. actually isn't the highest for wine, guys. What's um, the highest for wine? I think fourteen or even fifteen with with the like what is it like port wines, mm-hmm. fortified wines, fortified wines are like higher because they actually add alcohol, but a still wine like this can go up to like 14%. So 12 is not crazy, but I think we're all feeling it right now. So (laughs) bear with us. Hey guys, my name is Nicole, um, but everyone calls me Nikki and I'm Reese's roommate. 
Shout out. Shout out to roommates. It's about um, to say our address. It's embarrassing. And, and this wine is very good. I'm not the biggest wine drinker, but this is very nice and smooth, and I'm feeling it. I know. I thought about it, and I was like, if I have Nikki, then I should bring a Prosecco, but um, we'll have that for next time, because yeah. I'm sure this will not be the last time. So I'm so excited to have them here. I think... This is this is my tried and true crew, my family, my sisters, everything. Um, and so we've just been chatting. We were just chatting for a little while before, and we were like, let's just turn the podcast on because it felt so real. And I was just thinking about, like, how do you know when a man likes you? Like, it's so easy to say, like, I think dating is, we all love talking about dating, right? And we said this is a safe space, but... Let's get real. Sometimes you really don't know. You really don't know if a man likes you. Um, and so I'm so interested to hear what my friends have to say about what, I guess I can go first about how I know if a man likes me. Like, um, I feel like, I feel like they give you a lot of attention. There's a lot of attention if they like you. When I say a lot of attention, you ain't even, you, you don't have to wait for a text because you already got a text. You don't have to wait for like, you're not even thinking about him because he already think about you. Like he's so sure about you and you get so much attention from him. And it's just like, okay, I know it. He likes me like the, the confidence in that. I think if you've been burned a few times, like I have, you always question it, but a man who genuinely likes you, like you ain't got to work. He will text you two, three times. Okay. He's not, he's not afraid to be like, mm, did you not answer my last text? So I think, I feel like that would be the Men first thing so I would simple. say. Like there's they so are. if if you're questioning if a guy likes you, he probably doesn't like you. It's a man that I is, hate that though. But but it's like the, means... it's the truth. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Like men are gonna do what they want to do. And uh -oh. if, if somebody if a guy likes you, you will know. You will yeah. one million percent know. That's a yeah. fact. And I, I I think about like job opportunities for them for men. And mm. they never, the person that they're going out to hire or whatever, have mm -hmm. to second guess if they want that job because they are there. They, they are there. That time. That's the same they time, that time. They to you because they never have to question their money. Okay? That's and a fact. They're always going to go for their money or whatever. But if you feel like he don't like you or it's questionable, Nikki's right. <laughs> a lot That's of so time, true. Like, so, and I'm not going to put in more effort than you. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. I'm not, not going to chase you. Mm. I know that men are more than capable of being good hunters because that's what they do. They like games. More they like than by nature. And I'm not going to hunt you down. I'm I think not. that's so key too is the time, right? Like if a man is not giving you his time, yeah. I think that's also a key, Absolutely. right? Like yep. men will make every excuse, right? Mm -hmm. Especially because like, Let's, let's keep it real. If he's juggling a couple women, he doesn't have time for you. That's Absolutely. probably the only reason. Like, average job is nine to five. Maybe he works a night shift, but was he doing in the morning? Did he take you to breakfast? Did he bring breakfast? I think that's it, too. Like, it's the time that I think is also a big it's one. It's the time, and it's also, like, we have to look at the effort that he's putting in with that time. Mm -hmm. Okay. A bare minimum. I'm about to cry. The way the bear. Maybe sometimes women do too. It's like, oh, but he's like, you know, he comes over all the time. Mm -hmm. and he, he does this and he may give you some time, but like 
the effort that he is making with that time is important and shows how he actually values you because yeah. I think a man that is really interested in you, like he goes above and beyond and he above like and makes beyond. you feel very special and shows that he was like putting an effort into spending the time that he's spending with you. Yeah. But don't you feel like men like I feel like some men don't even know how to reach above, like especially a certain type of man, right? Like certain types of men haven't had to fight as hard to get women and to get the best of the, okay, I take that back. What is what is best of the best? But you know what I mean? Like to get certain types of women, they haven't had to work that hard. And so maybe they don't know. Is it possible they don't know what they need to do? if they've always had it easy or they don't feel like they need, they don't understand how to do all of that because they've always had it easy? I feel like they, they will want to learn. Like they'll find time to learn it. I, I keep yeah. going back to the job situation. If they had yeah. a different job before and it, the other job requires yeah. more of them, they're going to research and figure out how to keep this job and how to do exactly what they need to do to research. That's very true. Of mm -hmm. The work that they're doing. I feel like the same mm -hmm. thing with dating. I, it's not... You know, men will allow you you whatever they allow you to do. What is this whatever thing? you yes, allow them to do. That's what I was going to say. I was saying, <laughs> the wine. The responsibility kind of comes on women too because it's what yeah. we allow. It's like if a man only thinks that this is you know this is enough to get my women and that's how it's worked. And yeah. like those women are accepting that. So you know well, what? It's as what a we woman, accept. how do you bring that bar up to say like this is not like I'm not dealing with this bare minimum? Like how? Do you <laughs> Loneliness. It's gonna be some lonely times, and like, okay. and, and you have to be okay with that. You have to. I think we'll okay. say that again. I think we have to emphasize what Nikki just said again because I think that is so key like, to accepting. The truth that. Is you have to be okay with walking away from somebody that's not giving you what you require. Mm. Or, you know, like yeah. you you show your price. I don't want to say price tag, but like. Not you show that work. Your if, if, if somebody's not able to buy Gucci, they need to But you know what? That's a fact. It's, like, it's true. It's, it's up to shit. us to say, you know what? Not. You're not giving me what I deserve, so I'm going to walk away. And I think that's where that's where it becomes terrifying. Yeah. Terrifying. It's scary it's to, a, it's a, it's to a, walk into the unknown yeah. and yeah. know. Okay, well, what if that was you know? But that but, that's on us and our self esteem of like no I know what I deserve yeah and I'm yeah. just I'm not asking for too much my yeah. favorite quote amen I'm asking about what? So what wait you know what the other thing is I'm sorry <laughs> hold that thought right up the other thing is Nikki has this famous quote and I don't I might have to, I might have to take this back later but she has this quote that says. If he says he's not in a, he's not ready for a relationship, the with you is silent. Silent. And I just think Ooh. that that has been so key for me in my personal journey because wow. I just think that's a fact. <laughs> like, I, and I've I've sat in situations where someone told me they just weren't ready for a relationship yet, and then when I finally get the balls to do, like, I you know what? Before I even get the balls, when I'm still dealing with him, I wake up one morning, I open the gram. And there's the girlfriend. And I'm like, wait a minute, because you told me that you weren't ready. You weren't ready. But the, the true answer and what the answer that I should have answered for myself, because it shouldn't he shouldn't have had to say it. But the answer I should have gave myself was the with you was silent. Yeah. I'm not ready for a relationship with you, sweetheart. And that doesn't change your value. I'm gonna stop preaching. No, that doesn't change your value, but 
if he's saying he's not ready for a relationship, if anyone is saying they're not ready for a relationship, unless they got out of one yesterday, because I do believe in letting the dust settle. Amen. Um, let the dust settle. If the relationship just happens, yeah. we as grown adults all know there's a lot of dust that comes up after a relationship. But you shouldn't even so be in a conversation with somebody about that too, because I think usually that conversation comes when, hey, we're acting like we're in a relationship, so why not make it official? Mm. And I think that's the issue. You gotta preach. And somebody's like, no, it's just not like, I need to heal. So what are we, why are we Why are we doing this? Because clearly, there's, why are we confusion. There? there's question marks for there's a There's a lot of question marks and here. Um, unfortunate is that, I'm sorry, no, 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 is no. that a lot of times after that I'm not ready for a relationship with you. We hear that? We still stay oh, there. For sure. And I yeah. know personally, I'd stay. And I'm Same. like, hold on. He said that he wasn't ready for a relationship. Why am I still answering these phone calls? Because that's what I want. Why am I still giving all my time on FaceTime to him? Because that's what I want. I want yeah. to with me. Same. But then he just said he don't want a relationship. He just said, you know, with you, it's silent. That's the whole word. That's what I'm saying. You know what? That might have to be the title of this episode. (laughs) (laughs) Especially with dating, right? There's nothing in dating that says, like, stop dating. And there are things in dating that say stop dating and focus on yourself. But I feel like it's very easy to just continue to date, especially if you've been hurt. It's like you want to continue to date because having to face your pain sucks absolutely oh i think there's nothing that nothing else sucks more than having to face the pain i don't know how we got to pain guys we were supposed to be talking about positive dating it's part of it it's a journey it's part of it there's a lot of potholes that we go over through you know that's definitely possible but this was a journey it's a growth it's a great journey but you have to talk about the pain that comes in you know yeah the tires you have to change the flats you have your back come on analogy that is a great analogy Unfortunately, this is what I hear from a lot of guys. It's the guys telling you, be single and focus on yourself. And the same guys that are telling you that can't do it for themselves. <laughs> you better she tell that with her whole chest. By Listen, she, she, put, she put her chest forward when she said I that. All we want to count. I don't, that, that's one thing I don't understand. I don't think men do the same thing. Oh, not at all. But you know what? It comes back to hurt them. And different, and I don't want to make it sound like all men do that, but like, that comes back to you. Anybody that doesn't deal with their trauma, their issues, their yeah, messages, puts their baggage yeah. on multiple people, like it yeah. shows up. It does. And there's so much reward in doing the work for yourself and and feeling like you're relatively healed. Because I don't think anyone is fully healed. No way. way. I, I also want to be very clear, you will never find anyone who is healed hundred percent. Right. And I always yeah. say that to my friends. It's like yeah. you will never find someone who's hundred percent healed, but I do think you do get to a place of like, I'm okay. Yeah. Yeah. Like I'm okay. After my heartbreak, I was like, I'm never ever gonna be able to date again. I'm never ever gonna be able to love again. I'm never ever gonna be able to look at a man the way I once did. And like, that's so not true. And there is a moment which which feels crazy, but like there is a moment where you'll look back and you'll be like, Oh, I'm good. And that's the best. I'm good. And I wish that person nothing but love and happiness. And I want you and whoever you end up with to be, you know, because on the gram, we all front. Like, I want you to be happy. I want you to be happy. At first, you don't want that person to be happy. Absolutely. You'd be like, if it's not me, I don't want you to be fucking happy. All right? Excuse me. I always curse. (laughs) But I I don't want you to be happy. Like, at first, that's how you feel. But. The journey of healing, like what Nikki's talking about, is so important. But I agree. I don't ever hear, like, I don't think a man has ever said to me, 
I'm sorry. I have heard men say, I'm not ready for a relationship, but I've never heard them say, I'm genuinely working on myself and healing myself from the inside out mm-hmm. because never. I've been. But never. as how many women have we heard say that? Oh my or god! Post because that there are the men telling them, and I don't understand. And I, honestly, I think that if there were more men <laughs> focusing on themselves and mm-hmm. doing what they tell us to do, I feel like it would be a different. Oh my god! Of thing. If but men the fact that they're dibbling, dabbling, whoever they want to dibble and dabbling, you want me to get all for you? Mm-hmm. You zipping and zooming it. Zipping and zooming it. Zipping and zooming it. Living up <laughs> no, Patty. And it's like, what's what's going on? Where? What do you have? What do you bring to the table? As someone eating from your plate, you're telling me to be whole. I want to. It's a lot of rotten food you want on your plate. Full, bring a full plate for you to taste out and everything, and you uh-huh. everything is half bitten and eaten on your plate. Mm. Wow. I want a fresh plate. Okay, <laughs> I want a fresh plate. Okay. With food that's still hot. I don't want to be Fresh hungry. Fresh out the oven, okay? I don't want to be hungry after. I don't want to be hungry I want after. Quality. Quality. Sweet. 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 <laughs> With the fresh food, why well, had a drink of food? Right. Shout out to Nikki Peggy. Um, <laughs> if I'm the only one with the food, <laughs> so what's the driver telling me? Appreciate that shout out. Mm. I'm sorry, because I have no progress. But it's like, uh, <laughs> why are you telling me? <laughs> why are you, you telling me? You're kind of stuck. Why? I just don't understand. That's what. No, that's a fact. Men preaching and they don't do the same thing themselves. Uh-huh. That really, that was. That's a big all. fact. You telling me because you see my hurt, but I see yours too, brother. Come and on now, on somebody else. You telling Come me you know, but you ain't doing it yourself. You're not Focus doing it yourself. Be hard. Read, read a book. Read okay. a book. Read okay. How do they do that? Because like, like a lot of men just don't. Maybe just don't know how to. That's a thing. Focus on yourself. Like, what does that mean for? And men? neither do the women when you first. And I feel like. I'm probably went through this the most recently of having to like really expose. I think it's like journaling is one thing. I think journaling more than anything, like, and letting yourself freely journal. Right. Cause when I started journaling, I would like, I would be the Larice I want to be. And I'd be like, yes, today was a beautiful day of rainbows and butterflies. Mm -hmm. And you know what? Now, like, I'm a little more into journaling. And I just say whatever's on my mind. Like, he didn't answer my text message. And I know that means I need to leave him alone. And that hurts my feelings. And blah. And, like, I just spit it all out in my journal. And I think as a man, it's okay to journal. It's it's also okay to have feelings. I think that's the number one first thing. It is okay to have feelings that are outside of, I want to have sex and I want to make money. There's okay to be, Mm -hmm. that hurt my feelings. Mm -hmm. I felt embarrassed. I didn't like how that felt. I don't want to do that. Like, it's okay, I think, for men. Like, journaling was, like, my number one, it's probably my number one thing I would recommend to everyone to do. I think everyone should journal. Um, I also think like building other hobbies yeah. outside of your norm, right? Like right. something I don't tell people about, but like I like to paint. I'm a mm. terrible painter. I can't draw. I'm terrible. I try to hide it from so everyone, but like yeah. I love doing it and it's something that relaxes me. And so I think finding hobbies, none of these are tactical healing things. Absolutely. What are your tactical healing things? I mean, definitely journaling was so big for me and yeah. just like getting my thoughts out some way and, and making lists. And I had to just do a lot of like positive self-reinforcement of just like mm. figuring out, okay, what did I do wrong in this situation? And how yeah. can I be better for the next one? And and what did I do right? And yeah. what did I learn? And how am I keeping that with me? And then like the real thing is when you start to go through tests and get tested and, yeah. and have mm. situations come back and resurface and you 
you start to see your progress and like applauding yourself and patting yourself on the back for that the progress too. that you're making instead of beating yourself up for the the sadness that you may feel because that's yeah. inevitable. You're gonna be sad when you're healing. You're gonna feel lonely. You are you're gonna, gonna feel like there's voids and be holes in your life, and yeah. that's just like. You have to sit with that and accept that, but also know that you're doing this for a purpose and that there's like, there's beauty yeah. on the other side of it. So, And I like low key, I don't know about you guys, but I get mad at myself when I realize how important I've made dating in my life. Like, yeah. I just feel like there's so much in this life, yeah. right? Like there's so much, I believe in God, I apologize if y'all don't, but I truly like, believe that God created this world so that we could all enjoy it regardless of the status of our dating relationship. Like Absolutely. I should be able to enjoy life regardless if I have a man sitting next to me or, you know, whatever you desire to be with. Like I truly believe that I can still enjoy my life. And, yeah. and now I'm like, I feel like God is pushing me into a place of, I want you to see this life yeah. for yourself. And I want you to see you for yourself in this season of single. And I just lost my train of thought. Too much wine. You were, no, you were talking. <laughs> <laughs> the one is really good, guys. The one is really good. In the summertime. It's really good. I was going to say something to you. You said about that you were upset yourself for thinking dating was like oh yeah 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 and i i was at my friend one of my friends got married recently like, yeah. um, yes friends and we were at her bachelorette party and i literally said to myself at the end of the night i haven't laughed like this in oh, wow months and i was like oh my goodness this is so like this is what I need. This is what I need. Like, this the, is life. I'm literally laughing until you're crying. Like the way I laugh when I laugh, laugh, like crying. <laughs> it makes it's just you crazy. It's like you're always so laughing. That's medicine. And it's that makes me think medicine. That makes me think of when we did. So we did a um, a book club with like all our friends oh God, for yeah. relationship yeah. goals. And yes. like as soon as you hear relationship goals, you think of like romantic relationship. But that book honestly just made me value all the other relationship Absolutely. goals that I have in my life. Like. Yeah. Parents that love yeah. me, family, friends mm -hmm. that are amazing, yeah. even your relationship with your job, if you like your job, like mm -hmm. things that you can mm -hmm. be grateful for outside of a relationship and the, it's like endless. And yeah. we put yeah. so much focus on romantic relationships and like you have to just look at all the other beautiful relationships that you're able to experience. Yeah. Without those, like we take that for granted sometimes, I think. No, we do. And also, I'm not sure if I'm like backtracking and circling or siding off or whatever, but <laughs> When I see a guy that has a great job and that, you know, gets his money, whatever, his business relationship, the effort he puts into that mm -hmm. is a hundred. Mm -hmm. And I know that if he's sturdy at his job and he's good at what he does, his relationship with whoever he's working with is a hundred because he knows how to put the effort into that. That's okay. So that's the same effort, a hundred percent. The working, because you're working, yep. you should be putting into a relationship romantically. Same yeah. relationship, the same effort that you put into a business relationship. And that's exactly what the book was talking about, yeah. right? The, the book touched on a lot of stuff like that. Like, it's the foundation of like, all relationships. If, like, if you see the relationship, if, if he always got five in his job, <laughs> uh, uh, you'd be like, oh, wait, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Like, men know how to commit. You would commit to a sports team. You would commit. <laughs> you would commit <laughs> to a sports team. You would commit, commit to fantasy football. You would commit football. to fantasy football. Like, they know how to do like, they, they will show up every morning, clock in. I think that there's no excuse. With the bra. 
brackets. You sitting over there with your shirt on in front of the TV, <laughs> rubbing your favorite jersey, talking about we need to win it. You can be down like that. Oh, I know that's right. You could be there to do that if I'm. If I you know can that's be right. the support for me, if they support me, teams like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah, no, they can so do it. So, yeah, I, I don't, I don't believe that. Women you know, don't buy do they PS5. Not? No, they <laughs> Men, they don't. Them. That's that's true. But you, you know what? Women. It's also like. And I feel like our whole world, like especially now that social media has just made life so much more complicated, especially dating, is like, because I feel like now people are believing values they never believed in before. Sorry to leave you guys on a cliffhanger, but this episode was too long. And I was like, we got to do two parts. So you'll have to tune in again to hear part two. Um, tell me when you want to hear it. This was so much fun, and thank you for tuning into Weasling and Reese. And I can't wait to talk to y'all again. Bye.